Well, welcome back, listeners. Today, we're going to take a break from our mom-specific topics and talk about something that is relevant to everyone. And today's topic is one that will probably end up with at least one of us getting very passionate. It's me. It's me. I I will get fired up, and I can tell you that right now. (laughs) Uh, I probably will, too, but let's just rip the Band-Aid off. We're talking about pet peeves, people. We all have them, and they all affect us in different ways. So let's just list out some of our top pet peeves, and then we can dig it in a little more. I already know what Jordan's going to say. I start every podcast session with a nice little smacking noise into the mic, and it's her favorite thing. You are correct. Um, And it would be that noise or any other chewing adjacent noise. I cannot do it. I don't know why, but it is so triggering so quickly. And if I hear you chew or smack... Anything with your food in your mouth and it is open, I have to physically restrain myself or remove myself from the area. Same, same, same. My big one is also hearing someone eat. Any form of smacking, slurping, chewing, even breathing while eating will make my skin crawl and ultimately make me completely lose my appetite. And see, I hadn't thought about breathing while you're eating and now I want to cringe, but Kat, what's yours? I actually have quite a few, but at this point in my life, it really irks me when I have to do something multiple times. And I'm not talking about repetitive chores that you have to do every week, like, you know, dishes every night, that kind of thing. I'm talking about, I just put this here. Why is it moved? Now I have to move it back again. Those kind of situations. I have a very specific system and it's being wrecked in those moments. I think another example is like, um, If I mop the floors, but then a few minutes later, the floor is still sticky, so I have to mop it again, but not just that one sticky spot. It's the whole floor. Ooh, that's a good one, too. So let me ask you all this. Do you have different pet peeves depending on where y'all are or even who you're with? Ooh, I know I do for sure. I really hate admitting this, but yes. What about you, Emily? Oh, definitely. Well, everything besides hearing people eat, that... that doesn't matter who you are or where we are. So my chewing aversion is also universal. I don't care who you are. Um, and even with like my daughter, sometimes I'm like, oh, she doesn't know any better. But please chew with your mouth closed. Uh, side story, William and I actually made tacos the other night. And I wasn't super hungry. I was working on something on my laptop and super focused. So I told him to go ahead and eat. And he was being sweet. And he wanted to come sit by me and so we could talk about our days and all that stuff. Um, but he makes his own tortillas and he fries them and he likes them very crunchy. Oh my God. Hold Taco sounds so good right now. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry guys. The food noises don't, don't get me that badly. Which I don't understand. Like it doesn't compute in my brain. I love that it doesn't bother you, but I don't get it. Um, but so Wilk is being so sweet. It comes all the way into the living room, sits down and then he's looking at his plate and he looks back up at me and then just silently gets up. And goes back into the kitchen. And I was so confused. And so I'm like, what are you doing? Come back in here. And he kind of poked his head around. And he looks me dead in my face and goes, no, it's crunchy. And I know better. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's so sweet. It really was. But then he proceeded to take the loudest bite I have ever heard. And I looked at him like, did you do that just to prove how crunchy they were? And he goes, no, they're just that crunchy. And then we both like just died laughing. Um, but 
But circling back around, um, I do have things that bother me at work that don't bother me anywhere else. Because, you know, where else am I placing an IV catheter and my tape is in the wrong order, you know? That's completely fair. When I was traveling, one of my biggest pet peeves was when people would stand up immediately the exact moment the plane got to the gate and their seatbelt light turned off. We will all get off the plane, people, I promise, in orderly fashion. Um, I do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also really tall, and sitting in a plane takes all of my self-control just to not panic. That's fair. And working from home, I can say I don't really get to have many areas for pet peeves. Maybe the laptop cord falling out of the laptop as I'm sitting down. No. Okay, it's having to get up to get something I forgot several times in a row because for some reason I'm always forgetting one thing and it's it's like I just sat down. Oh, I left this. Oh, okay, I can sit down now. No, I forgot something else. Isn't that an ADHD thing? Yes. I I follow a girl on TikTok and her and her boyfriend like talk about those different things and that one popped up last night actually. Um, But since this is kind of a fun and more generic episode, let's play a game and name off the slightly irritating pet peeves that don't ruin your day, but will also piss you off in an absolute instant and then you're over it a couple seconds later. Maybe pet peeve isn't the right label, but I can't really think of what a good term would be. Um, So like for me, if groceries are not lined up on the belt at the store in the correct order, I will rearrange it. Oh God. I line my groceries up in categories and specifically cold and bulky first and delicates at the end, exactly the way they need to be bagged and put in my cart for optimal storage. Like if you squish my bread, I swear I will go back and get a new one. Don't man it into my bread. <laughs> Don't squish my buns. Yes. Okay, so I, I take it a step further. And so like I do, I do all my cold stuff first because then it's the first thing in the basket, but the last thing that I put in the car, so it's the first thing to go into the house. I'm a little neurotic with it. That's a way longer process than I have. But also, what about like when you need to put your hair up and you're so hot and then you go to do it and the hair tie breaks? Oh, oh. Or like when you get caught on a doorknob when you're already irritated. Oh my God. I will punch a hole in that door. <laughs> or when somebody leaves the drawers and cabinets open. Oh, and when you walk by and you bit. smack yourself on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, or, or oh, sorry, you go ahead. Hitting every red light. Oh, especially in the town we live in because they're not synchronized. Like, you know, one yeah. turns green oh. and the rest turn green. No, not here. Yeah. Not here. No. Also, if somebody's driving just too slow. Ooh. Yes. I, it's usually me. We were actually driving to drop Grace off with um, Grandma last night to go on a date. And the per- the person behind us was like tailgating us. And Will was like, I'm speeding. And so we got onto the topic of having him having to follow people. And he was like, listen, I hate following you because you drive too slow or you drive too fast. But you're never consistent about it. So it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> um what about uh, FaceTiming without headphones? Mm. No, not in a public place. I do that. I do that. In the, I'll call my mom and be like, hey, mom, what was that recipe you were telling me about? This person's staring at me. Go mind your business. Uh, not picking up after your pet. Ooh, that's a big one. For, especially in an apartment complex. Yes. Um, using tractor supply vaccines to vaccinate your pet is a personal one. I didn't even know they did that. No, they gave vaccines. Yeah, so you can't, I'll explain it a little bit because I realize it doesn't make sense, but you can't guarantee the 
quality of the vaccine because you don't know how it was shipped. You don't know if it was stored properly and it doesn't, it's kind of like buying over the counter medication versus prescription. So they're giving it to their pets themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So tractor supply vaccines are given a lot of the times breeders will do it and it's, it's better than nothing, but that's the reason why your veterinarian is always, always going to be like, Hey, we would recommend restarting because we don't know the validity of the vaccines that they've gotten Mm -hmm. and we want them to be protected. So that's a huge pet peeve for me. That's fair. Um, so, so you mentioned picking up after your pet tractor supply vaccines for me. Um, bad tippers. Oh, bad tippers. And I feel like it's heightened here because in Texas, the service industry, let's be honest, they don't get paid very much. Minimum wage for them is very low. Yeah. And if there's outstanding service, which in our small town, it's like the peak customer service. Mm-hmm. And if somebody just doesn't tip well, I just get so annoyed. Yeah. Well, and also, like, we work in a town full of students, so mm-hmm. a lot of the students won't tip at all. No. They'll give, like, a penny or round it up to the yeah. the dollar. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Like, sometimes it's nice to go out. But if we can't afford to tip, oh, yeah. we're like, we'll do a drive through Because, yeah, like, exactly. those paychecks are nothing at Absol- the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, I have another one. How the house is quote unquote closed at the end of the night. Oh my, yes. Mm -hmm. Actually on the topic of working in the restaurant industry, if somebody didn't close the night before and I had to go in and do that job for them, I would lose my mind. Oh my gosh. Just, just do, do your job. Yeah. There's a checklist. There's a physical checklist that you have to sign off on. Yeah. We have that at our clinic and I, I'll call you back. Um, cause like if I'm closing, I do a walkthrough mm-hmm. to make, to try to avoid that. And if you haven't done your part, you're coming back and you're doing it. Yep. Um, what about does, I don't know if this bothers anybody else, but when you put your milk before you pour your cereal, I don't know anybody that, that does that I okay, don't because either. I don't William. <gasps> really? Yeah. So he likes to make chocolate milk with his cereal. Okay. I've made protein milk with my cereal before. Yeah, no, it drives me nuts. I'm like, what? Just, it's the same process. You still have to stir it up because he'll like make the chocolate milk and then he pours the cereal and then he stirs the cereal into the chocolate okay. milk. Why don't you just make it in a cup? Yeah. Yeah. And then pour it over the cereal. I wouldn't even mind the extra dish, but like watching him pour his milk first, I'm just like, oh my God, please stop. <laughs> please, please let me do it. Let me do it for you. Okay, I got another one. Repetitive tapping of your fingers or your feet. Oh yeah. I do that when I'm anxious. I, I will if I'm really frustrated, but that's also kind of like a tell for me to realize like, mm-hmm. like if we're in a situation and you start to do it, I'm like, okay, I need to get, get, get cat out of here. One, it'll stop the tapping. And two, I got to protect this person. Yeah. That's yeah. Nick knows that too. He came home the other day and I was in focus mode for, for work for something. And my leg was just tap, 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 tap. And he came in and didn't even say anything, just brought me a glass of water and was like, have you had any water today? No? Okay. I, I figured. <laughs> Anakwe does it too. And sometimes when he's so anxious, he'll be sitting next to me and it feels like the couch is like shaking. shaking. The whole couch is shaking. So yeah. I have to like, I grab his knee and I say, are you okay? Calmate. <laughs> Calmate. Will has to do that for me or... So he know my tell for him is I'm just like, I don't agree with anything he says because we're pretty cohesive and we don't fight a whole lot. But if he's, if I'm refusing food or if um, I'm just angry and if I'm doing those two things together, he's like, 
okay, let me make you a sandwich. Um, and you're going to eat it because I guarantee you, you haven't eaten today. Yeah. So speaking on husbands, what is y'all's husband's biggest pet peeve that you do? So to be the oddball out here, we actually try to make it a point of not pulling out things that bother us about each other. And we actually learned from a therapist to find a neutral party like Greg, who, whatever you want to name it, and be like, you know, it really irritates me when Greg does this. And so, it's, see, I think that would almost irritate me more, just same. like with our dynamic. Uh huh. But continue. So we do that because we've got, you know, we've both been to therapy for such a long time that it's we know we have these triggers, and if we're, it almost feels like we're playing the blame game, and we'll both get triggered and mad, and then it's just a circle of arguing. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, why did we just do that? Yeah. I think for, for me and Will, we talk about it in the moment more so than we don't. Um, or because we're neither one of us are confrontational. We're just like, okay, is this something that they can change Yeah. or not? Um, but in preparing for this episode, I asked him like, what do I do that bothers you? And he was like, you know, there's not a whole lot. And then he paused and he goes, you know what? I love it when I come home every two weeks and you've rearranged the entire house. I do that too. And it's funny because we actually send each other pictures of like, Hey, did you rearrange your living room? I did too. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And so he is very much like a location person. So he Mm -hmm. goes to the same spot every time and I just screw him up every couple weeks. Nick doesn't like it either. He's like, man, now I got to figure out where everything else is now. So, I asked Anakwi what his biggest pet peeve was um, last night mm-hmm. in preparation for all this. And he said, my scheduling and my promptness. So he's a very go with the flow type of person. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very prompt, scheduled person. Ooh, me too. And so it just gives him a little bit of anxiety when I'm like, we need to be here in five minutes. Get ready now. And he's kind of like, I just want to go with the flow. But I'm I mean, really that's a small pet that. peeve. See, so Will and Will's whole family is very laid back. And so it's helped me to learn, like, it's going to be okay if I'm five minutes late, but I'm very much the, I'm going to be there 15 minutes early to being early. So I end up like 45 minutes early and I'll sit in my car and I'll watch TikToks until I'm appropriately early. Like I'm that neurotic about it. But if we have to be somewhere, I have learned to tell Will like, Hey, we have to be there an hour before the actual time because I think he has undiagnosed ADHD and so he'll like go to get in the shower he'll turn it on then he's like oh I need a snack and I'll walk to the kitchen he's like no I'll get a snack later and he walks back into the bathroom and then he sits on his phone for 20 minutes and I'm like okay so I've just learned to tell him an hour beforehand so two things I'm originally from Houston and when I first moved to the small town that we live in I was still in that mindset of we have to leave an hour and a half earlier than when the event starts, even though everything is within 20 minute drive here, because in Houston, the traffic, yes, the traffic, you had to leave like an hour to an hour and a half earlier to get somewhere early. And the second thing that I was going to mention is that because of the ADHD, we've talked about the time blindness before, but I, there will be days where we've planned an outing, like we're going to get coffee or go into the bookstore or whatever. And it's not until like 3 PM that we decided to do this and it's 9 AM in the morning mm-hmm. and it's like, Hey, we should, we should go get coffee. And in my mind, my mind's like, no, 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 no. 
we can't go get coffee. We have a thing to do today. But it's at three. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I, I, I need time. I need time to get ready. That's way too much time between getting coffee and, but again, it's like the timelineness. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, no, I am early. I'm obnoxiously early to everything that we do. I will say I know that I do have a really bad habit of leaving things out, and I know that Nick notices because I'll find them put away later, and I'll just cringe internally because I'm like, I know that irritates him. I know it does because I'm just leaving stuff out, and he's coming up behind me and having to pick up behind me. But, like, props to him for just being like, you know what? She probably had something on her mind. Let me put it away. Yeah, he's really good about just not saying anything and just doing it. He's very sweet. Sweet man. Okay, so I want to know if there's something that you guys do that annoys yourself. Ooh, that's a harder question. Emily, can you think of one? Oof. Um, well, I do not handle clutter well. And so our house is never, quote-unquote, messy, I would say. Um, but... When I are planning to have guests over, I go into full anxiety and panic cleaning mode. And Anakwe always tells me our house looks great, but you'll find me scrubbing floors, cleaning every inch of the house. And if I don't have a chance to clean, I'm instantly aggravated. Um, and then another one is separating laundry. I separate everything down to the socks, having their own load. Okay. So hey, at least we know they're not house. getting lost. Actually, I think I have one of your socks somewhere in this house. If you're missing a maroon sock, it's here. Um, I think, I didn't think about the cleaning. I think that was just been like ingrained into me as a child because, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. them Southern mamas, they don't play. Oh, no. People are coming over. It it better look like people don't live here. Yes. Yeah. Um, We don't don't have kids. No. Yeah. What what are toys? Yeah. Shoving stuff in your closet. Not good enough. You better go in there and color code. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Will Will does something very similar when I go into the like cleaning mode because like when my parents come over, if my mom lays down and takes a nap, it's a tiny win for me. And it's like, Yes, my house was clean enough. By the way, I realize that none of that makes that what none of what I'm about to say makes sense, but it's like, Yes, my house was clean enough that she felt comfortable enough to lay down and go to sleep. Oh, oh that makes the, sense. The southern mom thing is definitely if your mom comes over and takes a second to look around, you're like, I missed something. I missed something, and I'm going to hear about it later. Yep. My mom's not even from the South, so I'm originally from Washington State, but y'all have met my mom. Yeah. And she's a paranoid clean freak. So her house is like the mausoleum. You could pretty much eat off the floor. Oh, my gosh. I love love that. It's like she's my spirit animal. Um, I will say my mom is really good about not like actively not saying something yes my mom will hold her tongue yeah and I so appreciate that because I think and and Will's mom is also like I don't care um but like we had my grandmother up and she walked in um and I was just immediately defeated because I was like she's judging everything in here Mm -hmm. and then she made comments the whole time yeah and my you guys were here it was clean it was clean Anyway. I think we all have that, though. I think all of our moms are really great about not saying anything. Yeah. And being like, it's okay. Like, y'all have kids. They're breaking like, the cycle. You're fine. Yeah. Uh, but internally, we're 
Yeah. We're dying. Yeah. Oh, yes. a smidge, a smidge. I'm noticing all the subtle side eyes that you're giving me right now. Yes. I'm, I notice you notice that I missed a little bit of pet hair in the corner. I will say, and you guys know this, you've met her, but my youngest sister, who is still a teenager, <laughs> is like, I don't even know how to describe her. She's very, things have their place. They need to be clean in a specific order. If you don't want to do it, that's okay. I'll do it for you. Just, it needs to be done. That she's, kind of thing. She's very blunt, too. Yes. Like, Annie will be the one to say it. Yes. And I kind of love that about her because I think that's really going to benefit her. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody's walking all over oh, her. Oh, no. She's going to be the CEO of something, and she's just going to have everything on lock. Yeah. I, she's going to do so well. Uh, but she's definitely the one, like, when she was over at our house right after we had moved and t- from the tiny house to the, the in-between, Oh, I was so panicked to have her in that house. I was like, she's, she's going to say something. And it's then not, I have failed. It's not clean enough for her. <sighs> it's like having the health inspector come over. Literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I love Annie. Like she is a gem. It's a quality. It's a good quality of hers. I don't want her to hear this and take it the wrong way. Yeah. I love you, Annie. No, I it's an you. incredible quality and it's going to benefit her so much because she's also yes. incredibly intelligent. Yes. Oh, yes. She's just very quiet and you would never know. It's just, it's kind of like the way we talked about the RBF thing the other day. It's like people I think have the wrong idea. Yeah. But anyways, we're getting off topic. We are, we are. Um, so I think one of my other ones, um, that bugs me is when I don't close the house correctly. And Mm -hmm. in the morning I'm so mad that I woke up to clutter or dishes or toys Mm -hmm. all over the floor. Um, ooh, or when I don't deep clean weekly and then the stuff just gets piled up um, and I get so irritable and then I'll walk around talking crap about m- my damn self. Um, what about you, Kat? Oh God, so will I. If, okay, so <laughs> here, my biggest thing with myself is I spill things constantly, like often. <laughs> I also run into corners, edges of things that stand between you know me and wherever I'm trying to go. And I've got bruises to prove it. And the sad thing is, I'm disappointed every time it happens. And you can hear me going, really, Catherine? Really? Or even if you don't say it, because I've seen you do it, you get you just... And then you just take a minute. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave her alone. <laughs> She's processing. Internally, I just want you guys to know that I'm like just beating myself over the head with a broom or something. Um, so I'm sure that someone listening to this is probably either thinking we're crazy or they just started feeling a lot better about themselves, um, and their own pet peeves. Let's be honest. They're probably both in some cases. (laughs) I wonder what some of their biggest pet peeves are though. Ooh, that's a good idea. Okay. So listeners head over to our social media, share with us what your biggest pet peeves are. We want to hear them. We want to talk about them, laugh about them. And I think it'll be a good stress reliever for everybody involved. Oh, absolutely. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Wash Pod or email us at washpodcast at gmail.com. We really do want to hear from all of you, so be sure to engage with us. This was a fun episode. Oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see what's next. <laughs> Me too. But we'll have to wait and see. And we hope you'll join us next week. And remember, it will all come out in the wash. Bye, y'all. See ya. Toodles.